I only went out for a walk and finally concluded to stay out till sundown. For going out, I found, was really going in. John Muir. Pilgrimage has always been a concept deeply intertwined with the history and identity of St. John's. From the winding roads of the trips that Reverend Bart Sargent led up to the wilds of Alaska, to the familial bonds forged with our sister parish in Salima, Malawi, we have always made it a priority not only to extend our purview beyond our parish home in Ross, but to fully immerse ourselves in learning about and from the places and communities that we are lucky enough to travel to. In valuing such adventure and new perspective, our St. John's community has not only been built on a powerful foundation of consistent internal growth and development, but also an ever-developing nature of seeking out new and beautiful pathways to God. This summer alone, St. John's has provided multiple opportunities to travel and witness how incredibly beautiful and diverse our Episcopal and Anglican communion truly is. Heather and I were so deeply blessed for the opportunity to travel alongside both our own St. John's youth, as well as the youth and leaders from Resurrection, Pleasant Hill, to Navajo Nation, a land that the Diné, also known as Navajo people, settled into and connected with after they were forced there along the Trail of Tears. And now, just one month later, a handful of St. John's families, members of the Agape Farmhands Board, and Reverend Chris have set out on a new journey to visit our brother and friend, Father Francis, and the incredible Agape Form organization in the beautiful countryside of Malawi in sub-Saharan Africa. These two stunning lands and even more stunning peoples are thousands of miles and what seems like worlds of part from one another. And yet they are now deeply intertwined within our own St. John's family as both the Diné and Malawian peoples have opened their hearts and their homes to us. And as our community came together to provide donations and suitcases for Agape Farms and to see off our pilgrims on this life-changing trip they are now embarking on, I can't help but think back to when my own life was changed exactly 10 years ago when I was given the opportunity to travel to Malawi myself. I was able to witness firsthand the ways in which the Malawian people are so open and brimming with love, a love that they can't help but share with others and that pours out of all that they do. This is so evident in their singing as well as the opening of their homes and their hospitality. It is also beautifully evident in the church services that we were able to experience, both at St. John Salima and in traveling around and being welcomed into other Anglican parishes throughout Malawi. To witness the interweaving of Malawian traditions with the same practice and ritual that we have at our own home parish was not only beautiful to witness, 
but also provided a window into what the global Episcopal and Anglican communion can and should be moving towards. The Episcopal Church is not one of stagnant tradition, but rather is an ever-expanding tapestry, interwoven with cultures from across the globe that not only make it more vibrant, but strengthen the church itself through a diversity of thought and practice. Our youth group was able to experience such interweaving of native tradition and Episcopal ritual when we visited Good Shepherd Mission, only a 10-minute drive from the seat of the Navajo government and the capital of Navajo Nation at Window Rock, Arizona. Not only was the sanctuary there, a seamless and stunning meeting of traditional Diné and Episcopalian sacred spaces, but we were also able to hear from the incredible curate, Reverend Leon, who serves at Good Shepherd Mission and perfectly explained to our group and illustrated himself how the church is not only more beautiful when it embraces other cultural traditions, but actually becomes stronger through such interweaving. In this past week's Connect to God Reflection, Reverend Heather described how on each evening of our trip to Navajo Nation, our group gathered in a circle to share our wonder moments and our kudos. Wonder moments are moments throughout the day where we felt closest to God, be it through witnessing the beautiful desert all around us, in witnessing the strength and grace of the Diné people, or in simply sitting in silent meditation together. These are moments in which we turn inward, finding God through our own personal perception and experience. Kudos, on the other hand, were moments in which we witnessed God moving through those around us. They were a shout-out to another member of the group, or even someone that we had just met that day. A turning, a turning outward and witnessing God in that which was beyond ourselves. In order to approach God in all of God's infinite and beautiful forms, we, most we must both turn inward to our own experiences, our own perceptions, our own light, as well as outward to the perspectives and insight of others, the beauty of different peoples and different worlds, and the lights of those outside of our own. For it is in experiencing God through our own eyes, as well as the eyes of another, that we truly begin to see the divine. So we would like to invite all of us throughout the week to think about both wonder moments that we witness, times of turning inward, and really truly reflecting on where we've seen God either today or somewhere this week, as well as appreciating moments of kudos where we are able to turn outward and witness God in those around us. I only went for a walk and finally concluded to stay out until sundown, for going out, I found, was really going in. Amen. <laughs>